to Blooming Out, Indiana's only LGBTIQ news and public affairs show, featuring music, events, and interviews, both local and global. Live from the WFHB studios in Bloomington, Indiana, this is Blooming Out. Hey there, loves. You're listening to Blooming Out, one of the nation's longest-running radio shows dedicated to covering news, personalities, and life from the LGBTIQ experience. I'm Melanie Davis. I'm Ireland. Uh, Meet Jim. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got really glitchy there for a second. I got confused. Welcome, everybody. So, how have you been? Lucas, I, how have you me? been? Yeah. Have I been? Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, okay. I have been, uh, you know, we're going on week, whatever, of quarantine quarantine sort of makes me feel like a lot of jobs aren't necessary um, for sure what else what other terrible thing can i say on the air <laughs> i don't know i saw a lot of people at, at the park yesterday and uh because i was walking my dogs and they were not six feet apart no they were mm-hmm. doing yoga which is fine you know God, I've been looking at pictures from um, parks in New York, and it's just insane how many people are. Mm-hmm, the there was like a photo that was like of um, some people in like the West Village at a park, and there was a cop that was coming up to them, and they were all white, of course, and the cop was like giving them face masks to use while they were like sitting in the park, and then there was another picture right next to it of a park in Harlem that was like boarded up, locked up, like no one's there, like police are enforcing social distancing. It's like mm-hmm. it's so blatant how uh, yeah. white people get masks and black yeah. people get bullets. And mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've so frustrating. Seen, I've seen that well uh, all the protests too. It's like Yeah. And all the oh my god. No. I know. <laughs> no. Literally we white people entitled white people can walk around and go to their state. Uh, government buildings with weapons and stand outside and yell at their at their uh, government employees. And like it's their fault this is happening. Like right. what are they going to do about it, you know? That's just so entitled. I know. Well, and they're being and they don't get arrested. Yeah. No. Sad. <sighs> I'm close my mind. Yeah, there. it's Indianapolis has uh, lifted, you know, their restrictions. Most of the state has, right? Um, not lifted, eased. Mm-hmm. And, and um, people are just out everywhere. I, but I'd been in Indianapolis for a little bit, and even before the first, and people were just, the, it, the traffic patterns weren't any different than I remember when I lived there. So... Um, mm. I don't know how many essential workers they had in Indianapolis, but there are a lot. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet. But, I mean, in cars, people, you know, that's in your own private environment. Um, but people in parks and gathering like that, uh, there were barbecues and, and cookouts that I saw, you know, people were gathering. Uh, in large numbers, but we have that here. I don't know how many students I've seen around campfires 
and they're all huddled shoulder shoulder to shoulder and Mm. not having any kind of regard for space or or the health of themselves or others Mm -hmm. so and that that's pretty much every you know weekend in bloomington yeah i know that's i don't know that's the struggle because i have literally left my house like five times since march 22nd yeah so we only go out for groceries and even that is terrifying (laughs) so yeah all right i feel terrible i've been out (laughs) yeah i've been out nearly every day but i i am well trying not to be around people and i've got masks and i've got an n95 and um i've exaggerated a little bit i mean I'm going to say eight times. Eight times. Let's, <laughs> let's get the record straight for the radio. See, just, you know, keep revising it up. You're just out all the time, partying, half naked, coughing on everything. Yeah, you know yeah. how much I miss that, Melanie? I said. I'm one of the <laughs> What's happening, Melanie? Tell us. There, so there are four cats in the house. And they are getting used to our household. And they are not happy. Can you hear the one? He's very yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. That's Milo. He's, he does that pretty much all the time. He loves to talk. Uh, the one whose uh, butt is operating office equipment is <laughs> Mr. Lemon Pants. Mr. Lemon Mr. Lemon Talented cat. And then the cat that uh, has taken to actually come coming up and cuddling with me at night. Uh, that's a friend. And uh, he also likes to escape to the outdoors. And then we have my friend Tony's cat, who uh, when Tony had to go back to Indonesia, um, he left his cat with us. Mm. And <laughs> his poor cat is trying to hide um and that's billy but they'll all get on a tear at the same time sometimes and we have three households that are kind of in our house right now worth of stuff um we're trying to get everything organized and these cats are tearing through and you know like when motorcycles go really fast you can get them up on the wall they bank the curves and stuff like that the cats do that themselves they bank up onto the boxes of household stuff and they just tear off across rooms and into others and it's uh that's evil it's been a while since we've had cats so Mm -hmm. um these cats come from uh Katrina's Amma's house. And um, the reason we weren't on the radio last week is that um, Katrina's Amma, her birth mother, is the mail carrier who was uh, shot to death um, last Monday. Not this past Monday, but the one before. The one that made the news everywhere. And... um, yeah, so we have been 
working through that. And these cats are probably actually the, the joy that's come out of a horrible situation. Um, mm -hmm. I yell at them a lot, but they're lovely and they're loving and, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Love animals. Yeah, animals are so good. So, yeah, sorry oh. to bring that down. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. I'm really sorry that any of that happened. It's, it sounds just devastating. And Well, it's, it's been rough and, and I'm avoiding the news. Um, mm -hmm. Our daughter's consuming news and to varying, <clears throat> to varying uh, degrees of, of anger. And, mm -hmm. and I, don't, I don't know what else. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good out there. There's a lot of good news and there's a lot of good reporting. Um, and, but then there are just some idiots who want mm -hmm. to stir things up. There always That's are. Sad. That's really sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, Harama and I, we set precedent in the state. I, I talked about this when I first came on the show. Um, we were the first legally recognized same-sex couple in the state of Indiana. And, and that was in order to get the first legally recognized same-sex divorce in the state of Indiana. And um, that was a heck of a fight inside and outside the court. Um, really? Uh, yeah. But yeah, I bet. Really. She set precedent. You know, we 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 did that together. Uh, yeah. And we have wow, an amazing child together, and yeah. So I, I set up a. We didn't have obviously the money to to um, have a funeral or any of that. So I set up a GoFundMe, and that took off over 7,000 shares already and that's only been a week mm -hmm. and originally I asked for 16,500 because I was trying to kind of gauge with what the average funeral cost um, and it costs a little bit more than that right at the place where she's uh, going to be at um, but people came through and it, it's gone over the, uh, it, it matched that amount in 24 hours. Wow. Um, That's and, then, and then it went over. So I'm just really grateful for everyone who's uh, reached out and shared and uh, donated. Uh, and that there was no life insurance policy. So anything over is going to Kat's, you know, healthcare because she's got some things going on and um, to, to her college fund, hopefully. Depends mm -hmm. on how she does in English, you know? Same. I'm getting a dirty look. And I got a finger, so. <clears throat> <laughs> but school ends this week for MCCSE. So. Oh, right. Yeah. Hell 
Yeah. Am I allowed to say that on the air? I <laughs> think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Summer break. Yeah. yeah. Do are you all going anywhere other than your living rooms for summer break? Nope. Not as of now. <laughs> Hopefully no. back to my own apartment at some point, but that would be lovely. We'll see. <sighs> yeah, I would love that, but we'll we'll see. Are you getting any dispatches from um New York to find out how things are going? Um, I think things are just from reading news, um they officially removed the um, hospital, the pop-up hospital that was in Central Park. Yes, um, thank that God. Was, yeah, that was um, super homophobic and transphobic and um, was refusing care to people. Um, so they actually shut that, that down because they could afford to. Um, it, the ca- number of cases and number of deaths, I think, and I, don't quote me on this, but I think it's starting to go down. Um, so they could afford to close it, um, yeah. which is good news. Um, it and looks I think, like it was trending down for both of those. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, so that's, that gives me a little bit of hope that I might be able to go back in the next month or so. Um, and I'm not going to fly or anything. I'll just drive out for safety reasons. So, uh, um, like drive out with somebody and they drop you off. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. gonna? I think my my dad and my sister are gonna drive me out. Okay. Um, yeah, because that would be very. Um, how do you park out there? Yeah, I know. Well, it's crazy because in my neighborhood, it's actually not super hard to park, but um, I still wouldn't want to have a car there. Yeah, that super sounds hard. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at the um, the graph for New York. Mm-hmm. And the COVID cases, and it looks like it's it peaked, you know, before April tenth or eleventh, and then it it's mm-hmm. kind of you know had a couple spikes, and then it's gone down considerably. Mm-hmm. So um, below five thousand. So that's yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of thinking, you know, since the people are. I mean, in um, sort of the central states of the country, I feel mm-hmm. like it's a delayed reaction. Like it came in from the coasts and kind of made its way into the, you know, middle America area. So I feel like, you know, at some point it'll be safer for me to go back to New York than stay in Indiana, you know? Well, Indiana's you know? not, not a, uh, it, we're a hotspot. We're not doing very well, but we're still opening right. up for some reason. Doing so good. <laughs> oh God, at least we're not in Florida. Oh, yeah, and I have family in Florida, and that worries me a lot. Yeah, Indiana's uh, case rate is just, it just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's, not, that's based on, you know, improved testing. They just opened up 20 more testing sites mm-hmm. across the state. That's good. Yeah, so we should be finding out um, what the, the true look is. Uh, I just hope the deaths start dropping because that's yeah. yeah. Yesterday was our second highest day. Yeah. So probably not a good idea to open the state, but definitely go not. ahead. We need to get people back to work. <sighs> we have to get people to go to work. <sighs> Capitalism sucks. We right? No. 
I mean, could be so chill. It could be so chill. But it's not. <laughs> Once, you know, oh, man. You should, you know, work for things that you want, like cool keyboard. But you should be able to eat and stuff. You and, should yeah. be able to live. You know? Sure. Live your life. Um, yeah. And by That's that, a, I mean, you shouldn't have to go though. back to work and risk your life. Uh, yes. In order to satisfy somebody else's bottom line and that that's the thing is that so many people are going back to work to make money for other people yeah that's yeah. why it's dumb bad i mean uh jeff bezos is about to be a trillionaire oh I so. know. Oh, it must be so hard for him it must be so hard to uh have to start a fund like a gofundme for america covid you know go fund me for his workers didn't he tell his workers uh to like trade off their sick leave for one another or was that starbucks i can't remember anyway oh, i don't that's remember which one that was I, yeah. I heard that i can't remember which one was this yeah we we could have a separate radio hour just for complaining about uh capitalism mm-hmm well, and, you know, I, I don't believe in, like, destroying capitalism altogether. I feel that capitalism can work, but it has to have restrictions, just like anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you, mm-hmm. have to, you have to put in um, breaks of some sort in order to keep people from uh, overly profiting off of others. Because if you look at the CEO pay and stuff like that over the past 40 years, as opposed to the pay of the the average worker, um, it's absolutely disgusting. The average worker hasn't actually appreciably made more uh, since 1978. Yep. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's 900 and sometimes higher for CEO pay. Yeah, that doesn't make it. 900 times does not make any sense. Yeah, even 90 times. Or just what you take from it, not what your business is making. So, right. God. Yeah. And I think there are things like, you know, universal health care, for example, that we can, you know, get without destroying capitalism. I feel like people are acting like if we do that then it's like the end of democracy or whatever capitalism like you know like this is a democracy which it isn't but well and we're seeing the the effects of inequality in healthcare right mhm through this covid thing we've seen right. it before uh, you know people in marginalized it's communities so yeah it's it's brought to the fore now mhm and people of color are dying at a greater rate um, LGBT folk are under increased um, uh, financial stress, and and healthcare is you know tied to that. So mm-hmm. we're faring worse. However, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I was around smokers, and so my voice is all scratchy and coffee. Um, there are these. There's a push to get uh, LGBT folk counted in this COVID epidemic 
because we don't we aren't usually counted for anything like the census we're not uh, we were left out of the census again so getting data on our community is really important to see mm -hmm. how <laughs> to understand how inequality works for us um, or against us I guess and there's starting to be a little bit of movement on that um, mm. it's so I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, uh, Wiener was introduced a bill to get LGBT folk counted, and I just just oh, no. like seeing his name. Uh, no, in coronavirus cases oh, to find no. out what um, like they do for other minorities, right? Uh, so we can understand it a little bit better. But you know we're we are suffering uh, not just in physical ailments, but isolation. <clears throat> a lot of LGBT kids, young folk, um, and even older ones, you know, older people are stuck at home alone or with families who don't accept them. Mm -hmm. And how are they faring? How is that going? There was a, I'm trying to remember where that was. There was a yeah, statistic, I think out of Utah. And they were talking about how um, the demand has gone up 600% for um, suicide prevention hotlines. Mm -hmm. So people calling mm -hmm. in wow. and trying to access care. Really? Yeah. Which, wow. I mean, one would expect it to go up, but that's that's high. Yeah, that's really high. That puts a lot into perspective for me. Six times you said—that's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that I guess is understandable with you know everybody just being at home. Right. But yeah, for it's for community sad, like that makes sense. Yeah. For a community that has 40% of the, the homeless youth are LGBT, mm, yeah. um, this is, it's not a good time. There were, mm -mm. you know, articles out of different universities about kids trying to stay at the colleges because that's their haven. That's yeah. the place where they can be themselves. And the universities are like, nah, go home, it'll be fine. Um, but it's not fine. It's not okay for them at home. Right. So how do yeah, we Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, people who just, I don't know, like college is for a lot of queer folks or for a lot, you know, it's like, you know, the first chance you get to be who you really are or like kind of explore who you are and then to like have all of that taken away and not be able to see an end to this yeah. situation is really hard for a lot of people when they're already feeling hopeless about a lot of things, you know? Mm -hmm. This is a real bummer show. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh. Actually, Ooh. taking last week off uh, helped a lot because we were still in shock. Um, I'm yeah. feeling a little more hopeful this week and mostly due to 
average people really stepping up and and um, and helping out, and not just you know with Cat and I, but each other. We've got the uh, mutual aid networks are going crazy. People are bending over backwards to help each other. Mm-hmm. And how do we reach out to people that need help? I know in um, the high school peer groups, people are getting together in group chats and trying to help each other out, talking through their problems. Um, teens all stuck at home with their families. I'm not sure how anybody survives. <laughs> I hope that smile is for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and we're consuming a lot of, you, you were talking about um, before we started the show, about consuming a lot of TV or shows, online mm-hmm. stuff. Um, does that actually oh. help or does it just numb you? Depends. Uh. Yeah, I kind of, sometimes I get stuck in like a, it's not so much TV, but like a a social media hole where I just like can't stop scrolling Mm -hmm. on like Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And that's what, that that one (laughs) gets to me. Because it's, I I I don't know. (laughs) Huh? I feel like the endless scrolling of social media can sometimes be worse than yeah watching tv it really depends sometimes tv can be focused like if you're watching a documentary or something mm-hmm. true but on yeah facebook all these really tiny things that you know all these little moments mm-hmm. that it, it just keeps going mm-hmm. because there's going. also all this news on you know on the feed and everything especially yeah. on twitter it's like news and like bad stuff non-stop you know mm-hmm I've really been feeling like taking a break from all of that, like deleting social media for a while. Yeah, um, I was with the idea of destroying my digital footprint. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well that's that's a little bit more uh, aggressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I'm kinda, destroy. I'm kinda, obliterate. <laughs> a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, See, the problem is that it... Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. I... Because I have, there's so much stuff I have online. It's like, why is it on there? Mm-hmm. What do people need access to it for? I have a lot of music online, though. Well, that's, so that's, that's great. That's a good thing. SoundCloud's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. I don't know. Delete. <laughs> I'm still looking for a good SoundCloud downloader. Um, so if you have any, just send them to me. Um, sorry. No. <laughs> I'll I'll think about that because I found one recently. But right there, right right where you guys were talking about, you know, reassessing the value of social media in your lives. Like, what role does it play? How are we? Um, how do we use it? Like, you know, mice use. Sorry about mice comment, but <laughs> mouse analogies. Or, uh, trigger warning. Um, <laughs> thank you for the trigger warning. <laughs> Uh, but like you know mouse wheels right it's it's a stress um it's like a stress ball mm-hmm. and they they run mm-hmm. it when because they got nowhere to go they're stuck in a cage or whatever and that's what we are we're just 
mice trying to to figure out how to stay sane in our small yeah. little cages or you guys are i <laughs> i've what put almost i've put almost a thousand I... miles on my car in the past week oh my god what have you been yeah. doing what do you know to you well i'm driving back and forth to indy to oh duh, you know, i'm sorry pack up no it's okay um and you're that's... not watching what i'm not sorry i i have... are you mostly consuming melanie i'm consuming mcdonald's and uh hardy's has mm. these great chicken strips but that's about all mm. i'm consuming <laughs> <clears throat> and then not even much of that i mean i'm i've during the early part of the lockdown i gained i i lost 25 pounds last year and i know can you tell it on the radio and um, I gained 10 pounds back in the first like few weeks and then I just went into a mode of not eating. I just, we just don't eat much. Um, so mm. thankfully we got a lot of food that isn't perishable, but it just, now I'm just looking at full cabinets going, really? Did I need to buy so much? <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good it's thing nice. to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good thing yeah. to have. And we've been able to share it with people, you know, box it up and, and help others out, which is, feels good. It feels mm -hmm. good to help people, um, to be useful. Yeah. I, I want to be useful. <laughs> mm. uh, I had a point here I was making. I was going somewhere and then I lost Sorry, it. Sorry, I'm really good at cracking. No, no, it's okay. I'm really great. I have little squirrels running in my mind. Oh, so I want to make the point that we really should check in with people. I checked in with some people in Indy um, who mean a lot to me, and I haven't seen them in, you know, some cases years. And I just, mm -hmm. I just kind of, you know, paid a, a social distance visit. Um, but you mm -hmm. can check in with people, call your people. Um, the Aging and Caring Network for LGBT Aging and Caring Network uh, is out there. You can hear the people's stories. Um, people are, are having a rough time out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we all need each other. We're all social creatures, right? We're not the hamsters. We are, we are definitely more... See, I'm doing the rodent thing again. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Should I use capybara? I like, um, I I like, like the hamster. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go hamster. for it. But we are definitely more social-minded uh, creatures, like the rats. And Even like those of us who are introverts, you know? Yeah, well, we can be introverted, but that doesn't mean we are, like, anti-connection. Yeah. Right. We still yeah, need other people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a super introverted person, but, um, you know, it's kind of a lot, you know, not seeing the normal people you're around. I mean, I'm lucky to have, you know, be at my family's house and um, I have people that I can hang out with, I guess. But, um, yeah, it's, it's weird. It kind of makes you, like, re-examine yourself and, like, how you thought you related to 
you know, the world and other people and everything. Yeah. That's and like, yeah. Do you, do you, um, do you miss being overwhelmed by people? No. See, that's the thing is I really don't miss being overwhelmed all the time, but like, (laughs) you know, I'm still overwhelmed, but in a different way. Right. So I guess. You You just traded. Sorry for that knock. I hit the pop filter with my hand. Um, I, I hope this being helped. anxious because of people to being anxious because I'm not around people. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh well. We all need people. We all need yeah. people. It's just the way that we interact is it changes or is our needs are, are different. Um, and I hope this helps us reevaluate the world that we want going forward, right? Yeah. Where do we want to be? Who, who do we want to be? Um, maybe more compassionate? Maybe mm-hmm. more appreciative? Definitely. And I wonder how the kids who grow up during this, this time is how they're going to be affected by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who knows it's how very... long... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, who knows how long it's going to last. You know, the Great Depression lasted a while. And mm-hmm. people were... My, my baba, my grandmother, who grew up during the Great Depression, she was forever changed by that in many small little ways that she carried with her her whole life. You know? Yeah. Even, like, tearing up the, the trash, like, boxes of, like, pop. Uh, you know, we get the cans and the, the cases. She'd tear up the cardboard so that it wouldn't take up as much room in the garbage bag because you had to conserve garbage bags, you know? And we look at that as like, that's not in any way uh, a big deal, but it was, you had to conserve. And so what are the lessons that the kids are learning now? Yeah. Yeah. And it's very apparent um, that like, you know, people who say, oh, I just wish things would go back to normal. It's like, it's apparent that you're not being really affected by, mm. you know, the inequality and all this unfairness and everything. It's like, we, we, we I don't want to go back to normal. Like, right. I want this to spark some, like, major change and, you know, make people realize, like, how effed up things really are, you know? Normal sucked butt. I mean, normal yeah. wasn't. Normal wasn't good. I didn't like no. normal. No. And for people who are craving that return to normalcy, uh, the people that you hear screaming it from the Capitol steps in different states, right? Mm-hmm. People who are carrying Nazi flags and guns, and you know, I want my rights to to intimidate. I don't. I don't really understand what right they're they're looking they for. Want their- they want their privileges back. Yeah. They want you to go back to work. They want you, they want, they need you to go keep being dis, ex, like uh, disposable for them yeah. so well, that they keep doing what they do. And these are disposable people too. You know, maybe they, they drink the Kool-Aid, but they're, we're all disposable in this, this world. Um, we have to make sure that we're not 
How do we ensure that we become a society where people are valued again mm -hmm. or, or for the first time? Yeah. Um, and everyone, <laughs> again, for the first time, um, and really not miss the lessons that we're being taught now. That we, we are not able to sustain a society that is unequal, in which some people are more valuable or less valuable than others based on the, their economic contribution or their, or, you know, an immutable quality, um, race, uh, LGBTness, disability. You know, we are all here, we're all together, and we're all together in this, right? That's the phrase that's really popular. So we need to carry that forward. Um, I know I, sorry, I'm soapboxing. But no, it's totally a long insane. drive between Indianapolis and here and back. It's made even longer because speed limit for half of it is 45 miles an hour. Mm. And, mm -hmm. uh, um, so, I don't know, I've been just mulling things over on the way mm -hmm. back and forth. And I really want us to be able to come out of this in a better place. Absolutely. Not exactly sure how that happens. I don't know how to, you can't force people to do that, right? Yeah. I feel like we're at a standstill a little bit because we just don't know how to, and I think this has kind of always been a problem, is we don't know what steps we need to take to get the things that we want we do we have to just stop doing the same bs that we have been yeah i mean i think honestly i think just staying home it's pretty good tool but you know it's one that will cause problems um down the road you know, I don't know. We re we would have to really come together as a community, which is kind of what I've always been saying, at least to myself, is that uh, you know, we we got to find our own communities that are that are already in place, like you know, the community kitchen, Mother Hubbard's mm -hmm. cupboard. Um, so we need so to like key into these resources. I really. The mutual aid thing I just keep coming back to. Whoa, that, yeah. That is such a um that is, that so is cool. such an amazing resource because we're all the resource, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and mean I just think that that proves that we can do it, like you said. Cause I've seen those hand sanitizer things from Cardinal Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, everywhere and that's just so cool that they you know they were like what can we do to help oh make hand sanitizer you know yeah it's like oh we have we make alcohol huh? <laughs> well I, i'm diabetic right and so i'm i should be getting medicine and shots and doing all that stuff a friend of mine um donated some insulin to me and I actually hadn't seen her since high school, but we're, we reconnected on Facebook. And she um, had some extra 
and she gave me four bottles of insulin oh, wow. and some needles and and all of that and you know i'm running out of alcohol because i've got um <laughs> tmi folks uh, i've got a, a sore on one of my toes that is right at the place where it it just stays open because i keep walking for some reason mm -hmm. <laughs> and and it just you know the the walking uh causes it to to stay open more than it normally would um but also the diabetes does it are you okay did you hear oh yeah i was saying ouch about your foot oh yeah oh, well i can't feel anything from my like hips down so we're fine um <laughs> i could walk on legos <laughs> that should be a thing not fire walking lego walking um <laughs> But, you know, I, I need alcohol for that, and there's nothing. Mm -hmm. I found some hydrogen peroxide, which is great. Um, it's not long-term great, but it's also not great for injecting. Um, mm. And that's one of the things, this hoarding mentality. Mm, yeah. Where people are, that's the opposite of the mutual aid. That's yeah. the, mm. I've got mine you get yours mm -hmm. kind of thing. that's so bad i can afford to buy out the whole store so guess what you get nothing like right. that doesn't help anything it's not even helping you you're like you know it's, it's not even helping the person it's like you, you'll be fine with a pack of toilet paper just like buy what you need and the supply chain will do its thing and there will be more Mm -hmm. just chill out you know it's so frustrating well, well people, i also those are I, the types of people i feel like those are the types of people that aren't gonna like open up and like share if they end right. up being the only people with uh you know a million toilet paper rolls mm -hmm. but i could be wrong about that well fear fear makes people do um stuff yeah. try not to be as judgmental because yeah, I don't right. judgmental either because I like understand what I, I don't want I don't want to judge people for for their actions I just want to see that people like come together you know what I mean mm -hmm. I don't I don't know I'm starting to because I can get offended by things all I want but I I feel like especially me being a white person like I need to get through to other people who uh i need to get through to other people so i any way i can do that by just uh chewing the bullshit i guess to get there is is a good good thing to do yeah because we the, can't control people, huh? you know can't control how other people are going to feel about things even if we don't agree with them right exactly right yeah when i've been thinking about that a lot i started um when i found out my ex had passed and that uh i would be taking care of the arrangements we had a really horrible relationship for years um you know, it was contentious it was mean i've seen some of the things that were posted about me um mm. And I had to look at that 
and come to terms with it and and try to figure out um, how I could still help her. And I realized, you know, that's, she was coming from a place of hurt. And these things that she said, these things that she did were from, from pain, you know, and suffering. And again, people do uh, sometimes horrible things when they're suffering in order to alleviate that. And so how can I be mad about what her inner turmoil was causing? Um, or even mine, you know? And, and that helped me to, to still uh, feel compassion for the position she was in. And, um, and that makes me actually feel at ease. And, and um, because for so long, I was really angry. I was really upset, and I, there's, there's nothing but festering going on there. So if we look at other people, and we look to see what they're going through, you know, people who hoard may have been, they may have come from a place of lack in their life, you know? Mm-hmm. And to help them understand that they're causing lack in other people's lives now might bring them to understanding it might not um but what we really need to do is continue to connect mm-hmm. yeah because uh also i feel like i don't know when people are paranoid or scared or they want even if they want power uh, it distorts your thinking <laughs> so you do things that uh don't make sense and you also do, you know, you're acting out of, out of all these feelings, and uh, you don't have any certainty. I don't know. No, it's true. It's real. I've Fear just, makes people do crazy things. It does. Yeah. So um, you have to try above that, and it's hard. It is hard, but it's really again, thinking I and I hate this because it's. It, all the teachings that uh, I thought were so wishy-washy and namby-pamby and whatever the term is, you know, compassion and, and just have love for people. And, uh, I'm seeing that now. I'm seeing the wisdom in that. I'm seeing how that can manifest in a real way that isn't uh, schmaltzy or... Um, uh, just fake sounding because you know people would throw that out but they wouldn't actually act on it and I'm seeing people act on it now and that's beautiful it's inspiring that's another word that's overused and I'm sorry for the if you can hear the sirens um, we've had sirens and planes flying overhead and there was there's construction next door so I'm like <laughs> this podcast I can't is hear be any great. of it you can't? Good. No. Yeah, I don't hear any of that. Oh, you know what we didn't do? We what? didn't do community minutes. We don't have a calendar. So what's going no. on around yeah. town? 
Oh, um, hold on. There's nothing going on, folks. I hate to tell you. Stay at home. We still have a few more weeks, right? We yeah, have till the fifth. So. so don't do anything until then. And even after that, stay home as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, because the there's really not any good evidence that the virus has slowed. In fact, we no. haven't had two uh no new cases, so or or it's supposed to be two weeks of cases going down and mm. that hasn't happened. So I don't know how they're opening the state. Yeah, but I don't know I what the, their logic behind that is. Oh, it seems like they logic. do whatever. They, seems like they do whatever they want. So yeah, make sure you vote, kids. They're like people's lives or like you know money, right? It's really really that simple, I think. For yeah. what, for the big wigs or whatever. But seriously, check on your people. Check on your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Check on your your loved ones um check on elders in the community and Absolutely. and kids and and yeah. not just like send them a message on messenger that's mm-hmm. a first level but really first. connect with them yeah call your we quarantining your alone yeah people need people yeah and they need them more now than ever so help everybody's mental health help everybody's um just quality of life and call and be present i'm not sure that there's anything else i have to say we had some news things but really those all had to deal with lgbt folk and the coronavirus um and well and someone who uh, Trenton, New Jersey councilwoman who was spouting homophobic remarks, but that's not that's not worth yeah. covering. That's just it's just nasty. Homophobes are going to be homophobes exactly. <laughs> every week. I feel like I experience that, you know, on the daily. So yeah, right. some form. We don't need to hear okay. about it. I'm sorry. You well, it's really there. nice outside. It's really and nice outside today, so go outside. Yeah. That's nice oh, yeah. to know. I hear the birds. I'm out here now, and there's some really nice puffy clouds, and I'm pretty happy about that. Aw, that's awesome. I'm going to go sit outside after this. Sounds nice. Totally. This is, thanks for the roving reporter. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> Lucas, the, uh, oh, so I could, I could probably walk anywhere. You can't see this, but it's got a nice roof to it. There's like, it's all sunny and stuff. Oh, that makes yeah. me kind of want to go out. I'm not wearing any pants. Well, nobody's out <laughs> there, so nobody will see you. Or they shouldn't be. Right. If they are, it's on them. <laughs> <laughs> you are wearing like boxers, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not completely in the mood. Let's not just go the pool. let everyone in Bloomington know I'm walking around <laughs> naked. <laughs> I'm Winnie the Poohing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, oh bother. <laughs> oh, my God. That's this week's 
quote quote oh, of the week oh bother that yes, is the name of for the next few weeks i think yeah and also has anybody ever ordered off wish this is just a question i have i haven't but really i don't trust it that's um, me, though. i don't know i ordered some small things oh go ahead sorry what did you order oh i so for for my new job i ordered just things to organize the office or court organizers mm -hmm. and, and file organizers and stuff like that. Nothing major. It was all relatively inexpensive, um, but stuff to make life easier. So we'll see if it comes. And if not, it was just a few dollars. Let me know about it. Cause I'm, I'm curious about how reliable wish is. So let me know uh, if it, if it is, if it lives up to your expectations. I thought it was an exciting way to do um, retail therapy. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, retail therapy that isn't uh, way too frivolous and expensive. So, like, Amazon has become more expensive, and there's the whole mm -hmm. corporate policies and all that. Um, but retail therapy, I... I um... I don't know where that sentence is going. Um, mm -hmm. I went to uh, May's greenhouse actually and got some new house plants, which are making yeah. me really, really happy. Kind of have something to take care of and then I'll bring them back to my home when I get to go home. Um, so that was my, my, uh, my retail therapy that I, I felt good about cause it's plants and it's supporting a local business and, um, I was wearing a mask and it was all outside, all the, you know, how greenhouses are, but uh -huh. yeah. That sounds awesome. great. I need some retail therapy. <laughs> Those are, oh, um, shout out to the, the farmer's market is still not the, I don't support the, the city market, but the people's farmer's market is doing oh. like online ordering and pickup now. So awesome. you can, there's like a, I think if you Google it or I can maybe like find the link and put it in the show notes or something. Um, yeah, please. But you can order online. You have to order like Monday or Tuesday because everything gets sold out really quickly. Mm -hmm. And then you um, pay through an invoice online through email and um, then go pick it up on Saturday. And then you can also like pitch in extra to like donate boxes of food. Um, and you can sign up to volunteer and like drop off boxes of food to people and um, take extra food to like food banks and stuff after it's over. That's awesome. So, um, wow. That's a really good thing. Uh, good positive retail therapy and a volunteer opportunity. So um, that's we'll, cool. we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, that's awesome. Doing good in your neighborhood. Yeah. Thank you. Good stuff. We should have, we should have that. Those should be our community minutes, how to help people. You know, opportunities yeah. to, to take care of each other. Ah, Agreed. all right, for the future. Those are great community minutes. Good job, Ariana. Thank you. <laughs> this is why we pay you the big bucks. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not, that's not what we do. No, it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So I <laughs> I'm thinking this is this is a good time to cut it, right?
Okay. I mean, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to talk with you guys like all day about you know deep stuff, but um, the deep stuff. Yeah, you're great to talk to. We have great yeah. conversation. I'm glad we got to talk for I don't know how long. It's an hour and some. An hour and change. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, it is, and we should do it more often. I should get over to your place and uh, talk because you only live, Lucas, like a little bit away. Ireland, we yeah. gotta. I'll drive by. Oh, we gotta out. see yeah. each other. Yeah. Wait, well, I have. Car. I have the hugest yard ever. Uh, Let's go hang out six feet apart. Or 12 feet. 12 feet. Even 12 feet. Yeah. Why stop at six feet when you could do 12? Well, the recommendation is more than six now. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, Oh, it's... My my mom says it's nine feet apart. So. Hmm. That sounds more reasonable. Oh, nine people can congregate. Well, it's up to 25 in uh, most of the rest of the state. So, woohoo! Mm-hmm. But you still have to stay 12 feet apart. So, you have to cover like an acre or something. I'm not sure how that works. Math is not my strong suit. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on over and, and we'll shout at each other from across the, the lawn. <laughs> It'll be great. Sounds good. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Thank you. Um, thank you for listening to Blooming Out. Uh, I'm not sure how I want to end this. Let me try that again. Thank you for listening to Blooming Out. Uh, thank you to all the volunteers at WFHB who are still working to get quality content out to you. Um, Blooming Out is produced by me and Cade Young, and well, everybody here is is producing. I think um, this production of WFHB Community Radio. Lucas Fisher is our esteemed engineer still, and Ireland Yay, Lucas. and Ireland Meacham is uh, our well, not roving reporter anymore. You're not in New York. Uh, uh, correspondent. I'm just a. Your correspondent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm Melanie Davis, and remember if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from your Blooming Out family.